Welcome to Square Gators, the local harness racing show. This is all a part of the Super Saturday Sports Show that you can listen to as to keep up to date with all things happening locally and around the world in the world of harness racing. The show airs on a weekly basis on a Saturday throughout the year and is hosted by local harness racing identity Daniel Hibbert on 1FM Shepherd and Radio. 1FM 98.5 live and local, 28 minutes to 11 o'clock, sees us in Square Gators on your Saturday morning. Of course, uh, we see uh, McRae Demolitions getting in there twice with an ad. I think it's the first time in my sort of 15 or 16 years here that I've played an ad twice in a row like that. But anyway, they snuck through on that occasion. Why not, though? They're a great organisation and great sponsor at 1FM. How are you, Dan? Tired, no doubt. No, I'm not too bad, Stats. Not too bad. Uh, Got to keep uh, keep going tonight, though, obviously, with uh, another big night at Sandown on, mm. uh, on .com. But, yeah, it's been a busy uh, uh, last two days with uh, Sandown and then uh, the trots yesterday at Cobram. But uh, it was... Uh, Good couple of days, and uh, look, really looking forward to the big meeting tonight as well. And uh, you, to be congratulated on last week, absolutely sensational calling, Dan. And gee, some results didn't go to plan last week either. It was a, a hard night for the punters, wasn't it? Yeah, it was uh, a bit of a couple of upsets. Um, I mean, we got Hector Forley home in the the, the Hume Cup. Uh, the Stayers was a twenty to one outsider, and the the Top Gun Sprint Transponder was. I mean, he was probably he was sort of potted a little bit, probably a fairly un- uh, a lot unfairly a bit with and uh, his finds its way in the shootout this evening. Yeah, you win, if you win the group, the the Top Gun, you do get an exemption into the uh, into the, sh- the shootout if you want it, and they've taken it. Uh, and we've got a cracking race, the the four dog uh, four dog four dog showdown tonight. Uh, it's going to be a ripping contest, and it's an amazing night. Next week is generally regarded at Sandown as uh, as Derby night. Uh, you know, within in, ter- in uh, comparison to the uh, uh, the gallops at Flemington, it's the best night's racing of the year. You've got eight heats of the, the Melbourne Cup and, eight, and four heats of the, the stayers over the, for the bold trees and you get the best of the best. But tonight's program, the first nine races essentially are just unbelievable. It's uh, one of the best nights I've had uh, going to the races uh, in in a long time, and, and uh, really I must admit, watched the racing dot com coverage from go to woe last week. They done a sensational job. Yeah, they do, and they, they they've kept it simple, and that's yep. what you want. You don't want uh, you don't want it filled up with a lot of junk. Um, they've uh, obviously do a few interviews with uh, some of the the, the more pro- high profile dogs that are running. Uh, last week was obviously Wow, she's fast was back Scalacci. Uh, and then they did the interviews with uh, the, the the big group one winners, but it was really good coverage, um, and that's what you're going to get for the next uh, the next four nights as well, uh, and the next three obviously at Sandown. So uh, I encourage everyone to watch it, uh, enjoy the coverage because it's uh, it, it is really good uh, racing coverage that you want to see, uh, particularly on a Saturday night. And that's night. on Channel 68, correct? This evening for correct. those that don't know. Well, Dan. What was the week that was in harness racing? Yeah, locally, uh, been a busy week. We had a couple of meetings locally, obviously Cobram yesterday, but we had uh, Shepherd and last uh, Sunday night uh, going through that nine-race card. Modern Bliss won the first for Ash Wharton and Ever Justice. It was the fa- oh, second favourite, led all the way in 155.9, beating John Wayne and our cheeky devil. Good performance to score. Interpretation won the second for Terry and Taylor French. A use of sprint lane to win, uh, $12 chance. It was 158.7, beat Sassiness and I'm Territorial. Uh, Rome was the winner of this third race for Wayne Hayes. Um, led, copped a bit of pressure, but was just too good. Two minutes, 0.7 was the mile rate there. 
Uh, that's her second win from 26 starts now. Um, took a while to win that first one, but she's been able to uh, get a couple on the bounce now. So well done to the team there with uh, with Rome. Rock the Tableau won the fourth for Lisa Pitt. Uh, three wide ladder in the latter stages became around to scoring 159.4. Ringer Russ was uh, the winner of the fifth for Jan, Jan Murray and Ellen Tormey. Led $3.50 uh, at Lecht. Beat the odds on favourite our mystery betting a mile rate of 22.2. The sixth was won by Jersey Sam. This was a bolter for Brian Gath. Uh, a narrow victory. Uh, 22.1 was the mile rate there. Did quite a few things wrong during the race, but was still able to score. The seventh was won by Crookwell Ice for Stephen Duffy and Cody Rockenberger. Led all the way to win, going extremely well, the trotter. Um, then went around yesterday and almost made it uh, three wins in a row, but just got beat. We'll go into that shortly. Auntie Bessie won the eighth for Connor Crook. Jordan Chibnall driving, led all the way, was the favourite in 158.7. And uh, then out to... The uh, the last on the card race nine naked truth for Allison and Alfred and Chris Alfred odds on favourite one fifty nine point eight was the mile right there did a fair bit of work pulled hard but was still too good. Uh, we headed to Albury during the week on Tuesday night and a couple of local winners over there. Uh, Kyala Kid won for Dave Farr and Damien Wilson big win won by nearly seventeen metres two minutes was the mile rate led all the way and uh, gave nothing else a chance. Good performance to score. And Let's Go Cresco won the following race for Gary Peak and led all the way in 2-3.3. Uh, a five-year-old girl in by Blissful Hall out of Duck and Run uh, has uh, had uh, 34 starts, up in, or 33 starts up until uh, that victory. So 34 starts to break its uh, maiden there, but got the win on the board and uh, well-deserved four connections there. So that was the meeting at Albury. We then had uh, racing at Maryborough on Wednesday. These were the Breeders' Crown uh, two-year-old, uh, sorry, Breeders' Crown trotting heats for the two and three-year-olds. Nordic Rain won for the Newburys. John and Matt, an odds-on favourite, little the way she went two, three, the mile right there. She's a really nice uh, filly. She's probably been one of the benchmark um, two-year-old fillies uh, of this year. Um, she was second. Uh, in the Vic Bread final um, after winning the silver, um, sorry, she was second in the Redwood, I should say, second in the Redwood uh, after uh, running, uh, winning the Vic Bread uh, silver trot. She got uh, knocked out in the uh, the heats of that two-year-old series after making a, a rare mistake, but she bounced back to win that silver series. So she's done very well. She's won four of our eight starts and just under 35,000 in stakes, so not a bad uh, first season for her. And she'll obviously have a crack at the final of that Breeders' Crown next week. Um, the uh, the other winner on that card was uh, She's a Wish. For Nev Prangrazio, Nathan Jack led all the way uh, to 1.2 was the mile rate. And again, she'll go through to that uh, final of that uh, Breeders' Crown series next week. Finally, Cobram yesterday, good uh, seven race card. Uh, Bronski Moment won the first for Danny and Mel Thackeray. Really good, uh, really good win. It was a clever drive. Drew Barrier six, but she slotted into the 1 1. 159.3 was the mile rate. Pulled it out uh, coming off the back and was too strong, beating Play Nice and Trumpy's Legend. Cheeky Filter was an upset result in the second. Came right down the outside to win, beating Direct Commander Muriel. 157.3 there. Uh, a well deserved victory for Cheeky Filter. Seven-year-old mare who's won 11 of 104 starts. Hadn't won since uh, April. 
uh, when the, she went back to back, but was able to get that victory on uh, yesterday afternoon at Cobram. Third race, my ultimate Kevy won a very fast uh, run three-year-old. They went very quick early uh, and kept the pace on all the way through. My ultimate Kevy won for David Kennedy, Jackson Painting, a 10-metre victory over Let's Go Matilda and Caesar Nero. The fourth was won by Tino Terry Mowry for Mick McMahon, Jordan Chibnall. Uh, good performance to score. Uh, was the favourite. Uh, three wide in the latter part came from off the speed. They did go quick enough that it was able to get into the race and was too strong. SK Hollywood won the trot for Cameron Maggs. Uh, sat 1-1. One, one, uh, was able to get a nice run in, trans- in transit. Uh, beat Crookwell Eyes, who we mentioned uh, one earlier in the week. Uh, but that was a good effort to beat to beat it again. And Abby went. Uh, Abby ran third. That was a nice run by uh, by Abby. Uh, was able to uh, come over the t- uh, come right down the outside to run third. It was a nice trot race. Had a very unusual to see a mile race, but uh, it was a pretty hotly contested trot. Bulldog Khan led all the way for Kent Harpley and Ashley Manton in the next. It was a seven dollar chance. This was a horse that won at Kilmore uh, the week before. It was a hundred to one backed into about five dollars on fixed odds. It was crunched in. And it won, and then it's made it two runs on the ba- two wins on the bounce, beating Tizzy Lizzie and Slipping the Life, and Dalvey Robin won the last for Craig and Abby Turn, uh, Craig and Craig Turnbull and Corey O'Donoghue, I should say. Good performance, beat Azor a high, and Captain Confetti. It was another brutally run race. I went silly up front early, twenty six seven the first quarter, uh, backed it off a little bit, but then they really ramped it up the last little bit too, and one fifty four point one was the mile right there. So uh, Dalvey Robin getting the win. So. Uh, good performance there uh, to score for it. And that pretty much wrapped up the uh, the week that was. We had uh, Breeders' Crown uh, trotting finals for the four-year-olds and also the uh, the older uh, paces as well last night. And uh, tonight we've got a really, uh, really hard card from a, a wagering perspective at Melton tonight with the Breeders' Crown semi-finals. There is a lot of shorties. And when I say shorties... There's a lot of them that are a dollar ten and shorter, so it's a really difficult night to try and find any value whatsoever. But we'll try and see how we go with the, the card there at Melton tonight. And, and rock and roll do starting to become a money muncher. Went down again last night. Yeah, it was it didn't really get any favours last night with the way that race was run. Once Mark Dan found the front, um, just dictated terms. I mean, he that went flashed home. He did roar home. They went thirty-one three, thirty-one six. I mean, in that class, any horse that gets a sp- uh, half like that, they're just not going to get beat. He went 27-7, 26-4 on the way home. Rock and Roll do flew home. I did. He did get held up, but uh, nonetheless, he was still a bit a touch disappointing to get rolled. Um, but uh, that was a really good race, that, with uh, some quality horses. But you would have expected that they might have run a little bit quicker in the uh, the early part. But uh, we also saw, just on that meeting last night at Bendigo, Just Believe uh, returned from uh, his Sweden trip for mm-hmm. Jess Tubbs and Greg Sugars. The yellow lot. And uh, broke the track record. So he went 155-6, beating Queen Alida and Mufasa Metro. So uh, he, it's, if we thought he was really good going across to Sweden, I think it's just been frank with that run last night. That was unbelievable performance to win the graduate trot. And, and looking back, it was probably a real overs prize as 5.50 well. 5.50 was a ridiculous price, but you couldn't really tip against Queen Alida given that she'd drawn the front row. Um, and and just believe was had would had to work you know from that second row draw, but nonetheless five fifty was uh, 
crazy price about it. All right, off to a break. We'll have a look at Melton, Dan. Let's have a look. You know the garden could do with a makeover, so what are you waiting for? Cleves Garden Supplies have got everything you need to get the job done, and they're open seven days a week. Coloured mulches, decorative pebbles, river stones, crushed rocks, sands, gravel, sleepers, topsoils, pavers, you name it, they've got it. They'll deliver small loads and big loads straight to your door. Drop in and see them at 20 Wanganui Road, Shepparton, or give them a call. 58212 That's 58212 1FM sponsor. Daryl here from Aussie Ag Supplies. Just a quick message, re-tractor parts for many brands of tractors. Most of you good listeners know the brands of parts we carry. Over the busy times ahead, if you need new or used tractor parts, call Aussie Ag. Our stocks are large, plus glass doors, etc. Our wrecking stock of tractors is growing along with used tractors and machinery. Call Daryl on 0428 235,000. I'll repeat that. 0428 235,000. Have you ever been to the Nathalia Nursery? You know, at number six Railway Street, Nathalia? Pop in and say good day. At Nathalia Nursery, we like growing a bit of everything. We have a large variety of plants, including succulents, natives, and perennials. We love our fuchsia, pelagoniums, geraniums, hydrangeas, as well as lots of different salvias that we grow. And our hope is that you will too. We're open Thursday to Sunday, 10am to 4pm. Don't forget we also stock tube stock, punnets of flowers and veggies. Nathalia Nursery, well worth the trip. 1FM sponsor. You're tuned to Super Saturday Sport on 1FM, your one-stop for all your sports news. We're in Square Gators, of course, the racing show, favourite part of the week, gamble responsibly as always, where we try and find a winner. I think we got the quaddy. I think we got the quaddy three weeks in a row. Not much spoils in them, but still we're getting them. Yeah, we got it last week. Uh, didn't pay a ridiculous amount, but uh, small fish are sweet, so we uh, keep on uh, trying to find that elusive uh, big quaddy. But uh, I don't think we I seriously don't think we're going to be able to find it tonight, unfortunately. Yeah, we might do a multi quaddy. Well, it's it's one of those nights, um, and this often happens with the, the the semi-finals of either the Vic Bread or the the, the Breeders' Crown as you get. A lot of shorties on the program, so uh, it does make it a little bit difficult. The multi tonight, I've tried to make it as uh, as as a little bit of value as much as I can, but it's pretty hard. Race two, number seven, Sweet Bella uh, is the tip in the first league of the multi. Emma Stewart, Dave Moran. Interesting to note here, um, David trained on the hunt. Uh, but that's been transferred into Casey Kent's name, who is obviously Dave's partner, uh, so that Dave can obviously drive Sweet Bella. So, I mean, that's a fairly good push that he's obviously wants to drive the horse. Um, so, and on the hunt, obviously, is qualified for the series. So, I can understand why he's done, why they've done that. So, I think she can win. Uh, drawn outside the front, but I think she's going to be really hard to beat. So, she's about $2.10, which is one of the longer-priced favourites for the night. Second leg is another one of Dave Moran's race three, number three, Timmy Richter at $1.75. It and Smoke and Ace are clearly the top two. I think Timmy Richter's got the uh, the gate speed to find the front, uh, and I think it should be able to uh, make it really hard for the the second favourite. So multi, uh, race two, number seven, into race three, number three. Um, You'll probably get around the $3.50 mark, something like that, for that uh, multi tonight. Um, the quaddy, as I said, three dollars sixty-seven, Dan, and three dollars eighty-two powered up. Yeah, so there's a lot of shorties on the card tonight. The quaddy races kick off race five. Um, I've 
taken basically the two top, uh, the two favourites in each of the leagues here. And the first league is an interesting race. Doug's Platter and Oliver Dan are the obvious two numbers three and seven. Uh, Doug's Platter gets the plum draw, so he might be able to lead and be real reasonably hard to beat. Oliver Dan's of the obvious danger. I don't think there's anything else in the the race that could seriously threaten them, apart from maybe Little Louie, But uh, the other two would need to take each other on to knock each uh, knock each other out in that uh, first leg. Second leg, numbers are five and eight. Draw of dreams at a dollar fourteen, but I've got to put Luxa Turner in uh, for Ricky Alchin. This horse is, uh, was a fly machine in New South Wales. Grants has been running ridiculously fast times. She did win a Group One uh, at uh, Menangle in the Breeders' Challenge uh, two starts ago. She was beaten uh, in her heat by Very Pretty, um, but drawn the inside of the second row is the only issue there. But Draw Dreams going extremely well, um, but uh, I've got to put Luxa Turner in just for a bit of insurance. Third leg, uh, Catcher Waves a dollar fourteen, and Captain Ravishing's at three thirty. Nothing else can win this race. The other four, whilst being nice horses, are just simply outclassed. Catcher Waves been touch disappointing since that massive run in the Victoria Cup. Captain Ravishing was disappointing, I guess, first up beaten in the uh, Yarra Valley Cup. So they've got both got a little bit to prove tonight, but I couldn't take Catch a Wave one out with knowing Captain Ravishing's in the race. So they'll run, they should run one too, but again, you're not getting any value. Last leg, race eight, uh, one and seven. Uh, Relentless Me's drawn the pole. Fiamma's drawn out deep, but they're probably the top two. Young Gifted and Black's probably the only other one. It's had a little bit of specking, I see, on fixed odds, but. Fiamma's first up usually would run pretty well, so and it's coming off a, um, a, a down the track performance behind uh, Amore Vita in the four year old mare's uh, Vic Bread. So she's the class and she'd be hard to beat there. So the Quaddy, 3 7 in the first league, 5 8 the second league, 1 5 the third league, 1 7 the last league. If you're going to take a straight out Quaddy, I might go 3 Doug's Platter into 5 Draw a Dream into. One catch a wave into seven Fiamma. Um, just, uh, but it's just one of those nights tonight. Unfortunately, we get a lot of shorties, and there's not a great deal of uh, value. There could be a f- potentially upsets, but uh, you wouldn't want to be trying to uh, nail down anything at massive odds to win because it's just uh, one of those nights. Ten dollars will get you sixty-two yeah, percent, Dan. Uh, probably just as easy to take that and see how it plays out. If we can return a profit, we return a profit. Yeah, no worries. That uh, yeah, it's a really hard one tonight, isn't it? And it doesn't happen all that often. But when it does, uh, when you get those finals, right, uh, semi-finals, you can often have a lot of real short price favourites. And this is probably one of the, uh, well, one of the worst. I guess is probably the way to say it. one of the worst ones from a punting perspective. Anyway, well, how about we go to the shootout at Sandown? You got a couple for us this evening. Yeah, Dan, this is there? yeah the Sandown shootout tonight. So it's a four dog uh, match race. Uh, boxes one, three, five, and seven. It's race nine at nine twenty one. Look, you you can make cases for absolutely all of them. Um, I ended up going um, the reverse order. I went seven five three one. Um, Transponder was super in the um, in the Top Gun last week. He is much better suited drawn out wide because he likes to stay deep. He loves sand down and he loves a wide draw. And I reckon he's a decent enough chance to do it tonight. One and three big energy in Alpha Zula are always going to show really good early speed, but they may bump. And I think Transponder might be able to sweep around them. 
Hector Fawley's the interesting one. He was brilliant in his last two runs at the Meadows, but he loves Sandown. This is not his pet distance, but if he's within two lengths of them going down the back straight, they are going to have to be really good to, not, uh, to keep him out because he is so strong. Um, it's a great race, and there's a lot of, uh, a lot of permutations and a lot of uh, speed map issues with this race. It's impossible to really work it out. So I went 7-5-3-1, but I have literally no confidence in that because I reckon they can all win. No worries, Dan. So that's race nine, number seven, Transponder. Yeah. Very big winner last week. So he was a massive winner. You're not getting the $12 about him tonight, but even still, he's about four forty. He might get out to $5 by the time the jump. On the other races, there's a lot of preludes for the Cup, for the Melbourne Cup. So these are races where if you win, you guarantee yourself a start in the heats um, if, you, uh, if you aren't already qualified. My best of the night is uh, race four, number three, Scalacci. Uh, he was uh, near enough to favourite in the Top Gun last week. This is a, a little bit easier a race. The two dog shows really good early speed. So does he, to be fair. But the four dog gets out really slow. He's going to have room on his outside. And if he can show enough speed, I reckon he might be able to stay wide enough and be really strong at the finish. He's about $2.30 on the fixed odds. Um, and I think he's going to be really hard to beat in that race tonight. So race four, number three. And and yes, for those that are interested in the Gallops world, he's named after the Grey Flash Scalati. So he's out of a, a, a bitch called Flying Hariba. Uh, and uh, Jihad Talji, who's the trainer of the dog, had two f- horses growing up that he loved. One was Hariba and the other one was Scalacci and he couldn't name the dog Hariba but he was allowed to call it Flying Hariba and then when he had the, he was waiting to find a really, really good dog and he finally found one. He rang the uh, naming office and said, can I call it Scalacci because he was a bit worried they might say no but they said yes. So he named it Scalacci and he's been rewarded with a really strong dog and I think he's going to be hard to beat tonight. The other races there... We've got Postman Pat going around in race six. He's a really short one. He, but he, I don't think he's. I wouldn't be uh, getting in uh, stuck into him tonight. I reckon it's a really tricky race because he's got Trooper Tears and Yachi Bale both in the race, and they're both flying. Um, the other one to keep an eye on is race seven, number eight, Flying Zulu. We get a real test, a uh, real uh, sense of where he's at uh, in the pecking order. He's won some sensational races in recent times, and the other race is race eight. Victor Damien was super first up for Jackie Greeno. I want to see how Tim Zoo goes tonight as well. Uh, but I do like Victor Damien from that red draw as well. So there's a few for Sandow Park. An amazing night. It was a ripping night of racing. Uh, and you can watch it all on .com tonight. Yeah, interesting. Can't wait for it tonight on racing.com as well. I might go a bit of horse racing, Dan. Of course, Caulfield. Damien Oliver officially last rides in in Melbourne, Metropolitan. Uh, today, I think they're at Cranbourne for the Cranbourne Cup next weekend, which closes out the Spring Carnival. But uh, today, of course, we're at the uh, Phillies three-year-old Thousand Guineas. Of course, this has been put back. It was traditionally held on the Wednesday before the Caulfield Cup. And look, I just see this as a race and two, and I see this as the play of the day. We can back... Both race seven, number two, Curvalonte. Uh, Curvalonte, yeah. Curvalonte. And uh, race, uh, of course, seven, number three, Skybird. Both around $4.20. Back them both. The best three-year-old fillies in the race. One of them will win, and it's the play of the day yeah, for me. Yeah, absolutely great. They're, they're clearly the – and I can't believe the prices that they are. Um, I'm keen on Skyboard, Skybird, though. I think she's going to be really, really hard to beat. Um, she's had three starts, won them all. 
Uh, really good win at Mooney Valley last time out. If she gets, if there's enough tempo and she's held up for a one last sprint at them, she's got a really good turn of foot. I think she's going to be hard to beat and you're getting a decent price about it. So I agree with you there. Curvalon's going to be hard to beat, but I think Skybird's the pick for me. And in race eight in the Rupert Clark, I'm actually taking magic time on the favourite. I just don't like the barrier. I've backed uh, four of them, $2.50 to win. I've taken, uh, of course, today race eight, Numbers 3, 7, 12, and 15. They're all around double figures, all $2.50 to win. That rounds it out to $10, and we'll take magic time on the favourite. Yeah, it's it's really hard to have it. I know he's going extremely well. Oh, she's going extremely well. But drawing the car park at Caulfield over the, the 1,400, I mean, you're going to need a lot of luck. She's going to have to go back. She's got no chance of going forward particularly when you've got a horse like Buffalo River who's drawn even wider, but you know that it's going to go forward and find the lead. I'm actually keen on one that's probably been in the, the wilderness a little bit, and that's uh, number seven, Ayrton. I thought its run last uh, two runs ago at Caulfield was good winning. Yep. Uh, it was down. It was midfield, uh, only beaten a length and a half um, at uh, Flemington from a wide draw behind cause for concern. Um, I think it's drawn... Down low, you can get about thirteen dollars. So back at each way on a uh, you're on a hiding to nothing, um, and the and the the big thing about him, um, he is the track. He has had four starts over this track and trip, and he's won the lot. And he's had five starts at the track and won them all as well. So he loves Caulfield, uh, and I think he you know, he might be the one if just. Gets a nice run from Barrier 6. He's going to be hard to beat at a decent price. Now, before anyone says anything about me uh, taking Munamek in Barrier 18 and Magic Time in 15, Munamek is a natural get-back horse. It'll just yeah. jag back anyway. So that's why I'm not worried about the barrier. Well, you know, Munamek. Buffalo River's drawn the outside, but he will. they will go forward. He only knows one way. So, you know, but a few of those others out deep have got to go back. And we've got the Hunter up there at Newcastle. I like two of them today. Race eight, number three, uh, King of Sparta, and race eight, number seven, Rustic Steel. You can back them both. Yeah, Mizzou's a bit short. I would have thought it's been well tried though on fixed odds, but I think it's probably it's probably a bit short now. And even with uh, all of those um, those scratchings, um, don't know too much about the form up there. So when in doubt, you probably best off looking at something like Gay Waterhouse's horse with Tim Clark on board. Uh, DeJaron, who's uh, about a $9 chance, is first up. Um, but you know that with her horses that they all seem to go forward and try and lead. So it might be trying to do the same and might be something on each way play there in the Hutter. No worries, Dan. And uh, we might leave it there this week for the tipping. But, uh, yeah, great as always to have you on the show. And uh, we'll do it all again next week. We're coming up to the Christmas break really, well, really soon uh, as well. Yeah, it's, it's hard to believe that uh, it'll be here before we know it. And yep. uh, it's been a busy, busy carnival, but uh, we keep moving on. And, yeah, well, then we get that little bit of break at Christmas. We'll drive safely down the sand. I down shall, and, mate. and good calling. Thanks, mate. And that, of course, was Square Gators with the voice of RSN, Dan Hibbard. You can catch him tonight on, of course, on the radio on 1260 AM through the RSN network and on racing.com this evening through Channel 68. Check out his calling, even if you're not going to have a bet, because he is an absolute sensational caller and one of the best dog callers in the business currently. If you have enjoyed the show, then please let us know what you think at our socials. 1FM, Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter and tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week, goodbye.